No one for the nine, nine to two thousand. Something's in the water. It's just a money counter sound. <laughs> yeah, welcome to episode 23 of Three Piece Sets. So this is the GOAT episode. Uh, a couple of our members are missing in action. Shouts out to Z, shouts out to Sassy. But we do have substitutes for Sassy. We have her sister, Her right? sister. What's up? Right? Like she never left. I know, right? I sound the same too. Kind of, <laughs> sort of. Not, not that much. And then for Zeno, we have... <laughs> mean mugger 11 please say the 11 please. please also known as eric v what is up y'all from dead end gaming oh wow i'm glad to be here oh yeah you, see, you said oh wow yeah, oh, you're professional go oh, ahead I thought you were like, you oh, wow. that <laughs> voice? Yeah. He, he moved a little bit oh, got yeah. comfortable that, with that's it my switch everything. being turned on my okay. switch flipped as soon as my name was addressed hey, i'm not mad at it how y'all Activity. doing out there <laughs> this guy's a potter <laughs> <laughs> nani thank you for the invite glad to be here that's what's up. That's what's up. Appreciate you again. So speaking of flipping switches, Segway. Segway. Let me hear. You. Solange's new album that came out. Uh-huh. How do y'all feel? Amazing. Amazing. It's better than the uh, the last one. Is it better than the seat of the table? I think so. And you're Hot sitting at this take. table and you're saying it's better than the seat of the table. I'm sorry. You're sitting at this table and you're saying it's better than a seat yes, at the table. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm actually saying that. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't act, when I first listened to it. I was just like, eh, I'm about to be a little partial because you know, like, I fuck with the first album. But like when I listened to it, I was like, okay, down with the click came on. It was over with. Like yeah. she took me, she got me. It was honestly over with. the yeah, first down, listen. Down with the click. Like, like, wait a second, hold on. It's like I feel like I know where we're about to go, and I'm hoping <laughs> we're about to go there. And yeah, it that was that, that. Yeah, that was the song. It's like, okay, we about to. This is where we're about to take it, and I appreciate her for doing that for us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit! Like this was the album that I knew I wanted, but I didn't know who was going to give it to me. Yeah. So the fact that well, she came yeah. through with it, I was like, "Ooh, Solange, baby." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this on my way home. So, yeah, it was it was right on. It was right on time. Right on time. I feel like there was a there was a little bit there was a little bit of a gap. Like there was an area of time where it's just like stuff was dropping, but I don't I don't, I don't know. I'm not I'm not convinced by anyone. Yeah, you know, like it's like oh yeah, yeah this is great, but then like back to whatever I was listening to before. It's been a while since I even tested out an album, and it completely washed over me. Wow! Yeah, strong words. This album ate everybody else's lunch, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Damn. Well, I haven't heard it. Um, sorry. Ooh. I heard a lot of takes about it. Okay. The first uh, set was pretty much what Cash said. Oh my god, I love it. It, it, <laughs> it ate my lunch or whatever. <laughs> and then eventually it turned into, oh, all this sounds the same, and it's not really that impressive. Mm. So it's Word. pretty surprising. I want to make sure everybody at this table loves it unconditionally. Pretty much, yeah, 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 I love yeah it. unconditionally. Yeah. I, I would defend. Okay. I would defend any take on it. Um, I what I can see, what I can say is, if you don't like it, I can understand and see why. But you're also wrong. Yeah, it's like I understand <laughs> why. why. But you, but, you're, but, but you're you made wrong. the wrong choice because a seat at the table is like her magnum opus. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. she said, she t- she even said she took years to make that album. Like it's it took a lot of time. It took a lot of credit. Like you felt the love and the passion that went into that. You know. Mm-hmm. And this one, the first song is 
what five words repeated for like yeah, so much things. It's because she was like expressing like different versions of like how we can use language or like right. the English language and just be different emotions when it comes to just the same. Yeah, like no, the first no, time no, I heard it, I felt one no, way. I, no, yeah. But like genius. the fifth time, I was like, no, you, I I imagine. Yeah, like, like you guys want to convince me. You don't have to convince me. I'm saying, but like I can see how if you listen, going from a seat at the table and how dense that album is, right. and listening to this and feeling like it's very shallow. Because she had a different that, set of emotions like, on that album. Like yeah. she was mad, she was depressed, she she was upset, she was fighting for something. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then this album, this it's is more her. so like um, I feel like this album more is like her having fun. Like exactly, it took she took time to craft a seat at the table. And now I was like, okay, I figured out how to do it. Now I can just have fun with this sound that I made. And this is a more lighthearted album. This is a more, um, like even yeah. with the first song, I saw things that I met. It's almost like an uh, affirmation. You know, you wake up and you look in the mirror and you say the same thing to yourself. And you say it a couple of different ways. It's like a great way to start your day. So it's yeah. like, she got some, you wake up, you get in the mirror. I saw things that like, she, you're manifesting what you want out of life. You feel me? That's what I took out of it. Even though it's only what, I saw things that I imagined, like five but words. But how can that be lighthearted though? Because it doesn't sound as you. She's saying so much in five words that it takes most people like five sentences to say. I mean, but wouldn't that mean that there's more depth to it versus actual no. like simplicity? Some people don't. Yeah, but some, some people, people aren't looking that. at it like. People, I mean, but people, that's I mean, it's their like, thing. But yeah. I'm pretty sure she came in with depth. That's what it seems like. That's yeah. what I got from it. See, yeah. like a lot of people are looking at it from a surface level. Like yeah. that's the thing with depth. You don't know how deep it is yeah. until you're in it. And a lot of people don't make it past the surface to get in it. I know, but like that sounds like a them problem, not a her problem. Yeah, it's like this yeah. is why they are wrong. It's like I think a lot of people coming off a seat at the table, a lot of people are wanting like a seat at the table too. And this isn't that. No. But it <laughs> plays, to be honest, see, I was it, hoping I was hoping it wasn't. But it plays in the same True. It plays in the same pool, if that makes yeah, sense. because she's still going for her black girl magic. She's also talking about her hometown and connection to her roots. Yeah. And, like, a variation of, like, how she's connected to her roots. And that... That's another thing I loved about that album. Real. Like, all the Houston and Southern influences are in it. Yes. It's super heavy. And yeah. then you have Tyler on the keys. You got Steve Lacey on the, on the strings, on the boards. You got... Background vocals from the dream and shit like that. Oh, yeah, got, got soundful. Sound oh my god, <laughs> time is that song is fucking amazing. Yeah, man. Um, oh my goodness. Earl Sweatshirt produced the song yeah. on the album, so it's like it's a lot of people went into it. It actually made me happy because it's like when you think about black music right. and where it's going to go and like live instrumentation and like. Of course, you have um, people thought this shit was dead, but it's like no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. So this is like a very good like contemporary black music album, which right. is like. You know, everything isn't like trap. Everything isn't one note. Everything isn't so like every. I think everyone had this idea of what black music sounds like, and this is still pushing it by still having uh, aspects of the past in it. You yeah. feel me? Like it's still like, there's jazz. even homages to Aaliyah and stuff like all over that album. It's yeah, it's like it's so you feel the it's like a mashup of Houston music and like jazz, and it's like but push forward. It's like I think it's very much uh, like a black future uh, futurism album. You feel me? Mm -hmm. The same way a seat at the table was, but like I said, it's just this is happy because like, I can put this on and I, like a seat at the table, kind of like uh, Kendrick Lamar's "The Paper Butterfly." I put the album on and it's like I feel weighted. Like I just kind of sit there and it's like damn. All right. right. Like, I see the table, like, that's an album I really can't really go back to that much, even though I love the album. It's like, because it's how the mood it puts me in. Whereas this one, I can just put this on and it played five times before I even think about it, you know? I feel that. Yeah, man. 
Did anybody watch the like the videos for it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I caught glimpses of it because on Spotify they uh, they have sometimes like some um, artists will have videos when you when you watch it. When, basically, when you're looking at the album artwork instead of the artwork, it'll have a small video. And yeah. then she had those in there. I didn't really like what she put on there, so it's like I'm just not gonna check out that the film. I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it later, but I'm I'm convinced by the album. You don't need to do anything extra with the film. Yeah, like I just watched the video clips on Twitter because I was gonna wait for a chance to like watch it all at once on Apple. And I don't know from what I saw, it looked pretty interesting. You know, she's her, she has her whole aesthetic that she likes to go with. So it's pretty much more of that. She's more Solange, which is yeah. not a bad thing. What does more Solange means? Uh, more slow motion hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staring. Zooming out while also zooming in. <laughs> what? I Lots think, of patterns. A lot of like seven, people 70s patterns. looks. 70s. I think she looks like Diana really, Ross and Cher. Yeah, I think it's really okay. interesting uh, dichotomy between her and Beyonce. Oh, yes. Because I always look at it as, uh, I think of the Jay-Z first from uh, the Black Eyed Wings, like, Truthfully, I went around like common sense. Then I did five mil. I ain't even rhyming like common sense. So I think Solange kind of makes the music Beyonce wants to make, but she can't because she's the biggest pop star in the world. So she has to make a certain Uh-oh. type of music. Her I mean, shit. you can disagree. This is more well, actually this, this, in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my personal opinion. Like I think they're I think. Solange makes there's, there's, different type there's, of there's elements to that I wouldn't say in total but like you can there's, gl- there's glimpses like I see I, where you're coming like, from like I heard like throughout this old, whole album all, I heard like when Beyonce gets with Pharrell mm-hmm. and like a lot of it reminds me of Kitty Cat specifically Kitty Cat like there's a lot of that there's, I mean Pharrell <laughs> Pharrell's even on um, um for, for, he did uh, Almeida right yeah so Oh yeah, made but uh, Cardi. Oh, it was like yeah, like of course, like be you know Beyonce. I, I can feel like if she were if she really really wanted to, she could make more of that. But yeah, because Beyonce actually got Solange to write most of that, like how she did in most of um, Destiny's Child sound. That's the reason why you hear Destiny's Child when you yeah, the there was a, yeah, there was man. But that I don't think that that makes Beyonce want to be like Solange. I think that she wants to be able to be free in that sense. Yes, but at the same time, they're kind of doing their own like black girl thing. And it's just two different types of women, like yeah, two different sense. types of personalities. Yeah. I can like, ima- I can imagine there's some lost tapes of like Beyonce demos and stuff that sound kind of like this. I wouldn't say like this, but like maybe like she wants to do something f- like she let's say she did like a like a heavy song. It's like you know what, well, this is something fun. She freestyles on something. I'm pretty. I can sure. imagine there's some lost tapes like that. Yeah, how do I feel about um my skin's my logo? Oh, oh yeah, that's just man. Hard. Yes, I'm yeah. I mean, I really liked the um, the, transi- the transition from Time Is into yeah. My Scammer Logo. Yeah. And then into Gerard. Yeah. yeah. And then into Benz. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that what, whole, what a run. What a run. <laughs> that is a fucking run. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I haven't heard a run like that since uh, 777 from Key. Yeah. Mm. But like, even the, uh, just the whole aspect of My Skin's My Logo. Yeah. Yeah, like that shit is way deeper. Like Yeah, just the aspect of like. Solange talking about Gucci, and then Gucci talking about Solange, and then <sighs> you know, originally when I heard this song, I was like, "Is this is this a Jeezy diss?" Because Jeezy got a song where she raps how Solange singing yeah. and how Gucci raps. You know, Jeezy like the trap, Jeezy like the slang, yeah. Jeezy like yeah. And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and that's the same exact Ooh. Ooh. Uh, cadence that Solange uses and then Gucci uses. So I'm like, 
Uh-huh. I don't know. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I, don't I wouldn't say it was a diss. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, say it was a diss. <laughs> but it's like, okay, but yeah, it, it's just like it, work, it works it so just, well. It doesn't work so well. It's just so it's a moment. And you, the I can imagine it being like a Freudian slip or something like that. Just you know, you wasn't thinking about it, but you know, you kind of was thinking about it. That's just me personally. Yo, what up, BZ? What up, though? Yeah, in the chat. What up, here? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're streaming this now, so fuck with Yay. us. So speaking of uh, other albums, since, uh, in my opinion, this eight other albums lunch, 2 Chains also dropped an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rapper Go to the Lead. Yes, sir. So, you know. A&R by the LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. So it's an album full of tomahawk dunks. <laughs> <laughs> Gym reps. Gym reps and a lot of uh, passing to people that are already being D'd up. So. <laughs> Shot. Like, let that hurt go, man. Hey, man, that's all good. I actually didn't finish it. Like, I made it halfway through. And I was like, yeah, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Pretty much. Yeah. And then when I was like, all right, it's time to listen to it. I ended up putting it on, uh, on my way home. Yeah, it's like you. It's like you think it's like, oh yeah, I'm listening to two chains. But as soon as you open up the app, it, yeah, it, it was like, <laughs> like I ended up doing that for the rest of the week. And I was like, like, damn, yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do anything else. Now, what I heard, I liked though. But it was like, all right, more two chains. That's cool. I'm always here for more two chains. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like whatever I did listen to, I might like it, but I don't really. I don't really want to go fish. I mean, like, like what, what, what came before this? Um, pretty girls like trap music. There was yeah. like a. There was like a. EP he put out. Oh yeah, um, the uh, the play don't wings. care who make it. Oh yeah, yeah, the play the play don't care who make it. It's a little three song EP. Oh. Oh, that shit, shit was hard. Yeah, but this I feel one like I need to listen to that. I've never heard of that. Yeah, this one I could I could pass on. Like the like some of the songs were like okay, this is cool, but it's like I'm not I'm probably not gonna go back. Did and you listen. finish it? No, <laughs> I just didn't I just didn't I just didn't care to like when. Pretty goes like drive music. I can go back and finish that one. There was enough songs and there was like, okay, I want to get this. I want to have the entire experience of this album. This one, I, I don't really care for it at all. Um, I also listened to it all the way. All the uh, way? Yeah, all nice. the way. Made it to the finish line. Yeah. Um, and I have two 12s in my trunk, so it's... Also, I wasn't listening to it in the car, so... Oh, what you doing? <laughs> Exactly. I yeah, think that's, that's why true. my Come motivation dipped. Were you not. cooking crack while listening to it? I can't confirm. Those are the two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. if you're not driving or cooking crack, then. You wasn't hitting that thing with a fork? You know, you can't. I mean, that's we're not the hitting the thing with the fork podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. next week's podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was fine, but like you, I don't, I don't really feel the need to return to it. Yeah. I enjoyed the experience for what it was. My favorite Two Chains album is probably based on a true story, and yeah. ever since then, I've been you know I'm just like I'm fine if you just stick to features because I, I love Two Chains as a rapper, but his uh I don't know he like he has so much charisma and energy and just I guess sauce for lack of a better word yeah that you can hear through the records, but I I, I was true, just like I'm true I'm, religion I'm just going back to my regular mm-hmm. shit so. Yeah, I am convinced Two Chains is probably the funniest rapper. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> because like the, it's like his, yes. his like his bars are literally like I, I think of like a how a comedian writes their jokes. That is how Two Chains 
righteous bars. It's the same. I feel like it's the same thought process. So he's 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 just about a, as great as a rapper as a great comedian. Yeah, shit. That uh, YouTube series he was doing, the most expensive shit. Yeah. That. Oh my god. Every episode. Yeah. Do you know how it's often poetry. I think about loud in a Ziploc? <laughs> no, who is it? We we didn't a Ziploc. No, that's loud and clear. <laughs> like, like, I, I, think, I actually I actually think about that. I actually think about. Were you going to bed at night? Just yeah, just keeps them up. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I listened to the album all the way through, and I loved it. This yeah. is a, like the first time I listened to. It, I was like, oh, it's cool. LeBron did his thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But you but you but, but you're also an athlete. Yeah, a former athlete. But yeah. Oh no, that's tough. This is an album. I feel like this is an album so, for athletes. I, I get that in, that in that aspect of it, but I also feel like, what's your best All I wanted to say is, I, I rarely uh, get hooked on an album off the first listen. I normally do have to go back and yeah. find out if I'm in love with it, mm. but I just didn't have the energy to, to go back to it oh. just yet. And I still exactly. might love it like next week or something like yeah. that. And I might tell you that later, but that's all I wanted to Some things chime need to in. Say. But granted, when the album clicked for me, it was early morning when I was in the gym lifting weights. So I was like, oh, okay. I get these games. I get, it. I get, like, yeah. I get, I get what 2 Chainz was going for. But this is, uh, 2 Chainz came out and said, it's funny how you made the, um, like a comedian. Because that's a lot of 2 Chainz albums are based like that. This album, he wanted to be taken seriously. So like he said, this is his, his album of substance. So he's trying to rap about different topics. He's trying to give you like, all right, I can do the funny, I can do the funny shit all day. But here's a... I can really rap, and I think that's something Two Chains was like battling for because, you know, um, I don't know if any of y'all were uh, Player Circles fans, but uh, their first album, Supply and Demand, which isn't on any streaming service, handled that ludicrous. But it's it's a great <laughs> album, and it's a lot of uh, soulful beats. It's 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 really similar. Like he almost went back to his Titty Boy days, his early early Titty Boy days on this album, were actually rapping about. Substance and things like that, and then you know he did that for so long, and then uh, True Religion came out, True. and he just kind of rapped about some shit, yeah, like, and it blew up. It so he kept right. going for it to the point, because he was and, so good at it. But remember, um, on Twitter a couple years ago, it was like rap like two chains, and everybody kept having all these like weird. Yeah, and, and he, he even got on Twitter like, "Damn, if y'all think this shit so easy, why don't y'all come up with a goddamn album?" So he, I, he was looking at his rap book like, "These my same bars." No, some of us look like two chains the whole thing. Two chains ain't say that. So I think since then, I think two chains always had this chip on the shoulder. He he feels like people weren't taking him seriously as a rapper. Granted, he's been in the game for like twenty years. I can't. I can't really think of anybody saying two chains isn't a great rapper. Can't, isn't a isn't a great rapper. I, even, even if even if like yeah, he he does rap rap almost rap in jokes, but in between that, it's still like just there's, there's a skill level in that. Yeah. If but, you if you ever need confirmation, go listen to a Mercy. Yeah, like yeah. He, like he can really rap, but I think two chains always has this feeling like y'all niggas don't think I can actually right. come out here and spit. So I think this is an album he's trying to prove to people, like prove to like everywhere, like no, I can really do this. And after I kind of get over that and get over, because you thinking you want to go into it, you want the classic, you want like a boat, so you want pretty girls like trap music because he mastered that sound, right. and now he's out here doing something kind of completely different. So I, I personally, I like it because what's the last song on pretty girls like trap music? It gets the feature on with Monica. The song with Monica. Yeah, the song, the last song on the song with Monica. Yeah, that's yeah. like take that one song and that's this whole album. So if you like that one song, you'll love this album. If you don't care for that one song, this album's gonna be like, eh, it's cool. 
But that's my personal. Like, it's I mean, it's I feel like he can have that. But if he went, if he didn't have LeBron James, and you know, on the album, <laughs> yeah, he could have pulled it off. But this, this I mean, it's like he could. Was just like Did LeBron really a and R the album? <laughs> I mean, is it like, is it like, did, did, are these LeBron's like favorite songs? Like he just recorded a bunch of songs and then LeBron, like the, he like he had, let's say he had an album set. Like he's like here's like 15 songs. And LeBron was like, hey, I like these seven. Hey man, so this so LeBron really wasn't hurt. He took his 18 days off to A and R this project. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw my opinion in there. Kind of yeah. sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. know how to like cut y'all off. No, Did y'all just, like get into a groove? Just because y'all this. used to each other. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, yes, <laughs> I will do that. Ooh, stop. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. So I actually listened to it this morning um, while I was at work, and I didn't feel that much different from Boats, but kind of sort of because he was kind of going for this like, oh, I'm a athlete, like thing. <sighs> it was okay. It was okay. yeah. It was okay, like, but I did like the one with um, Kendrick and also I think it was like Threat to Society or something like mm-hmm. that. It's called. I like that one a lot. The one with Ariana Grande, I was a little upset because you can't take Amory's music. I was and just about to bring that up. Do that. I, oh, I didn't appreciate it whatsoever. Like, especially we can just get Amory. For re- exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Why did you get that whole girl? Man, like these motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I understand like getting Ariana Grande because like she's the biggest, you know, the big one of the biggest artists out. She's ho- the hottest. I'll put it yeah, that way. She's the hottest, most, one of the most popular. Did y'all see that controversy Ariana Grande had off her latest album? With what? the appropriation yeah, with the, thing, yeah, with the well, uh, seven rings, yeah. So like, if y'all seen that, I seen the video. It's like it's like a pink travel. She basically came out and said like that song was inspired by two chains. So it was. It, she basically like, got a why lot did of. Why did you give him the homage? Was yeah, like, uh, I she was like, well, I, thought, I thought everyone would know. I got like I was paying homage mm-hmm. to two chains, and he came. He had talked to. He was like, so if, what if you don't say how are people supposed to know? So he's actually on the remix for that song. So okay. it was like a play for a play. So he did the remix for that song, and then she did the hook for this song. Okay. Oh. So he had art, one of the biggest artists in the world on this song, yeah. on this album, virtually for free. Oh. And he said this is actually one of the easiest things. It's like It's people. Like He said he tried to get Jay-Z on this album, and Jay-Z said, oh, you know, maybe next time. So, Damn. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like, it's like, crazy with this one. You crazy with this one, Get him out of my uh, office. Two chains even got a <laughs> line saying like he the... Uh, he the best artist not to rap with Jay Z, but he killed every feature he did with Ye. So like he really wants that Jay Z feature. So he he's trying, and then here's Ariana he Grande. Up at night. He's like that nigga's coming for me. I mean, <laughs> he could. I feel like he could get it the next album. It just like he has to get the right, the right flow. To, he has to get the right flow together. Like he has to do it. This is just you just has to do it right. Like this, he's done it. Like I feel like pretty goes like try music. That same amount of effort of getting your sound together. If you would have. Try to do that with this new thing that you're doing. It could take a couple EPs. It could take a lot of features. It could take, you know, taking time off. But he can get there. But you know, so we think Jay is not Jay is not being on one of his records because he's not a good enough rapper. It's basically Two Chains' point. Is what he was saying? No, cause I think they have a nice rapport with each other. But Jay Z doesn't really hop on too many people's songs. If if Two Chains can put together like another cla- like a classic. Album, then yeah, he'll get he can get a Jay Z feature. Like, if, if he if he was if Jay Z was like yeah, next time it's like, I feel like he could get it, but it's like you just have to get your sound together to the point where it would make sense for him to be on. Yeah, it. I think Chains wants that just that stamp because you know Jeezy gets right. Jeezy got uh, so many songs with Jay Z. Rick yeah. Ross got so many songs with Jay Z. So I think Chains need to like yeah, I'm up here. Pusha T, 
Kanye, of course. It sounds like he just hasn't found his like official sound yet, though. Like he's still trying to figure that out, even after like twenty years. Like when it comes to Rick Ross, like he found his sound. Well, did he help him find his sound? But still. But I think, I like I said, I think Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. I think that is his sound. I think I think that's the apex of Two Chains, and he could have kept right there and grew that sound more. But he decided to go completely left. Yeah, I mean, you can like he he could probably find like I guess, like like I was saying before, like what he was going for with this album, trying to make a more I guess like a more mature album. Uh-huh. If he matured his sound, then it will you know I guess like it provide a way for him to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel that because you can still talk about you know you can talk about real things over trap beats. Yeah, you can. Oh, Which yeah. I'm that's kind of surprised. There's a whole sub trap genre. Yeah. Oh, that's really how it started, for real, for real. Yeah. But should uh talking speaking of mature beats, uh Segway. <laughs> I'm gonna say it every time. How do you feel about Michael Jackson right now? Hmm. Wait, did you say trap beats? <laughs> no, I said, I said mature beats. Mature, mature beats. beats. <laughs> okay, okay. Before before we dive deep into that, let's let's lighten the mood a little a tiny bit. What do you have a favorite Michael Jackson album? Off the wall. Off the wall. Off the wall. Same. Off the wall. Madrid. Off the wall. I mean, granted, <laughs> is that under duress? I mean, granted, I, I mean, I don't, listen, I I don't listen, listen to enough Michael. Yeah, Jackson, I haven't listened honestly. to enough Michael, but like of what I've listened to, I highly doubt that I would like any of them more than Off the Wall. Yeah, it was just funny. Was so, one. so Thriller, you don't. Thriller was great. Thriller had the bangers, but like Off the Wall. To my personal taste, it yeah, was Off the Wall had that bounce, which is funny because if you ask a lot of people, Thriller's the biggest album, the most it is. most yeah. selling album in the world. But Thriller's also an album that features only you know, like white people. Like the leading single off of that is the song with Paul McCartney, "The Girl Is Mine." You know, so it's like okay, okay, it's like off. The, if you ask a lot of uh, generally black people, they will tell you Off the Wall is their favorite Michael Jackson album. You ask everybody else, they're gonna say Thriller. Yeah, because I mean, Paul McCartney. I mean, yeah, yeah like he put, he plays the two different. That's more than just plus, being white. Plus, the, plus the general sound of Off the Wall was like almost it's like pinnacle seventies funk it's definitely groove. Mm-hmm. It's all the but you, but you can't Off the do, wall is all about. You but put like it on, that sound, but it was like that sound was gone by the time Thriller um, Thriller came out, mm-hmm. like the eighties. Like he Michael had like the eighties sound, like eighties pop sound. Like Michael had that, mm-hmm. but it's just like. I guess if you, I'm me personally, I'm more into '70s funk grooves than eight than '80s pop. Yeah, I feel like in generally, since I, I honestly believe like the '80s was probably the worst period of time for everything. Anyway, <laughs> so. I love the '80s. All that bad '80s music. Oh my exactly. god! Exactly. Like, like everything, like, set, like, like everything was so great in this. Everything was so great in the '70s. But as soon as 1980 hit, everything just went. Everything just. Right, I, everything love that, right, I, I love, love that. I love that. I love that shitty. I need, 80s. I need you to elaborate. What What about the '80s? It's it's like so much like worse the, than I guess, the '70s. Um, Cars, movies. It's. It's Fashion. like the very, the very, very beginnings of the of technology becoming more mainstream. Like seeing more, uh, what, what came out like Tron, like stuff, stuff like more, more electronic, more synth sounding music was coming out, mm-hmm. and none of it was good because nobody knows how to use it. Okay, because it just it's like it just came out like that. Like of course, synths have been you know in all over the the seventies, and they did it right in the seventies, but then they tried to push it forward, but it just did not. But because I mean, like a lot of a lot of the seventies music, like that, you know, it transcended like the seventies. Like you could still listen to that, all, all of it until today. But right. the eighties, that sound was just so hard. It was so harsh. 
Like it was it was too like nobody. It's like it really sounded like nobody really knew what they were doing. Like they took different elements of the sound. Like there's all you know. Of course, there's always going to be. There always was great music that came out of the '80s, but at the same time, as a whole, the '80s was just like a lot of trying and failing. Okay. As opposed to the '70s, where everybody was just like maybe it's, it's almost as if like. Everybody started doing coke in, in the seventies, and then it got bad in the eighties. Like you, well, you, well, you developed your habit well, in the eighties. That's what it sounded well, like. Well, that's when crack got introduced in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, like that's. Yeah. I, I feel like that's that's really what happened. Like but you no, know, I, you started getting into drugs in the seventies, and then it, it really hit you in the eighties. No, I okay. I could kind of see that because yep. all the eighties power ballads kind of sound the same to me. Like I know they're different, but they kind of sound oh, the same. Oh, they're all one hundred percent the same. It's like song. the same couple notes, and it reminds me of like uh, what we what we call today like mumble rap. Or like a lot of the modern day trap music has kind of all the same kind of song. 80s power ballads. Everyone's just kind of hit keeps hitting the same notes. Rap. Wow. So it's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, this thing, this sound works. Let's just keep making this sound, right? Because it works. And I think it's the same thing with kind of like a mumble oh, rap definitely. or a trap music. It's like, oh, this sound works. Let's just keep making this sound. The formula. And there's certain people who can innovate it, and but most people are just kind of doing the same thing. So I think it's the same. I equate the two in that very odd way. But yeah, uh, I think. Off the wall is Michael Jackson. He's like he always made two magnum opuses. You feel me? Like almost right, almost back to back. So yeah. like he made off the wall was like, all right, this is this black sound, and this is like I, I mastered this. Like and none of you niggas can fuck with me. Yeah. He's looking at Prince. Prince, you cannot fuck with me. But also, but also, thank you, Quincy Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah of course. But <laughs> I'm not saying like I. I think I prefer Prince up to Michael Jackson. Actually, I'm pretty sure I prefer, I prefer Prince to. You Michael prefer Jackson. Quincy Jones to to Prince, ah, basically. Probably. So, but I, I think I think that's what Michael was going for, and then he came out with Thrillers. Like, no, I can do this white shit too. Let me ask y'all something. Why do uh, Prince and Michael Jackson always be compared? Like, why are they always compared? Always because they were great at the same yeah, time. They yeah. both came up at the same. It's Jay Z and Nas. It's. These are the two. That, that ain't equivalent. But. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They both came up at the same time. Yeah, well, now it's first, but still. Prince these two, these two monsters, these two monsters. No, 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 no. I'm not comparing their skill music. levels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not comparing their uh, skill levels. That's not the same type of battle. It's like Lil Baby and Gunna, right? Drip, drown, drip, drown. Two. No, I'm just saying, like, they just so happen to be the two biggest people coming up at the same time, so they're just going to be compared. Okay. Yeah. And then they had this, uh, this unsp- unspoken beef between the two of them. Okay. Like they, really, mean, like, they really didn't like each other. I feel that. Okay. But I can see why Prince wouldn't like Michael Jackson. And I can see why Michael Jackson wouldn't like Prince. Yeah, because uh, Michael Jackson felt Prince was too stuck up. Like, you feel like you're better Yo, than everybody. Prince, all right, you're about to get a true, real-life Authentic Prince story. Y'all are teaching me shit today. My <laughs> uncle used to work at a record store. Prince came in. And they were like shooting pool and shooting the shit together or whatever. My uncle's like, yo, my sister loves Prince. He loves, he, she loves you. Like, can she meet you? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, my mom comes through with a record. Prince signs it. He's like, stay wet, Prince. Gives it to <laughs> the her. The drip. So, exactly. So I'm looking, like, I heard my dad, I was like, oh, holy shit, that's crazy. I'm looking at my dad, I'm like, yo, so what did you do? He was like, nigga, that was Prince. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard that story. That's amazing. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Point being, Prince is an OG. You're wearing a purple shirt. I am. Skew it. 
<laughs> and he'll bust your ass on the court in so heels <laughs> <laughs> and assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I don't have a personal Prince story like that. But uh, they said Prince, he was like a very early adapter to the like the internet. So he'd be in like the AOL messenger boards, but like six people, like if it's hardcore fans. And like he knew, like he knew you from like your your tag and stuff like that. So like he'll be, so like people are going on there actually talking to Prince. Of course, you don't really know it's the internet. Mm-hmm. But then Prince would say little things in the songs with messages to the people in the chat rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes he'll have like a like oh he'll email you like oh here's my album before it comes out. Wow. And you can like actual he's talking to actual Prince people. He invited a lot of those people from those early chats to like his his legendary parties and stuff like that and he'll know you so well like his assistant like oh so-and-so's in the chat today he's like oh i'm about to play this song tell him he might want to tune out for five minutes because he doesn't really like this song so he he really knew his fans on an individual level but he's so secretive that you know no one really could get close to prince but he still wanted like me next to his fans but the reason Prince had beef with Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson didn't play any instruments. Right. So he's Which like, I, assume. I do. Prince I play sing. several instruments. Yeah, I can sing. I play. I make my own music. I can perform my own music. And you gonna compare you to me? Yeah. Like what? I'm about to play every instrument on stage. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm arguably the greatest guitar player of all time. To this day, people can't play. Um, to this day. <laughs> <laughs> like uh. I can't. I can't think. <laughs> but yes, but anyway, but Michael Jackson, we can all agree he's a great, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, with Leaving Neverland coming out, are you willing to give up Michael Jackson? I'm not about no. to watch that movie. No. I mean, no. It, it's subtle. I mean, yeah, I really don't. I, really I mean, don't it's not like he's, that, he's not he's really not that prevalent in my playlist or in my daily life. But if a song comes exactly. on, it's like okay, cool. I'm likely not gonna buy any Michael Jackson merchandise. I'm not probably not gonna put any money towards Michael Jackson. But if he comes on, I might you know stream. But now streaming just now is making money. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm actively you know supporting whatever foundation. You know, it's, it's like there may be other facts. He did go to court. It was settled. What he did was weird. Okay. I can still enjoy the music. So you'll play Michael Jackson for your kids? Would I play it for them? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it comes I mean, this is good shit. It's not like I'm... I don't know. Kids this day, they still, they still know who Michael Jackson yeah, is. Like, yeah, it's like, right. it's, I don't have like a set of like, okay, I'm going to play this for my kids. It's like, I, like when I have kids, I'm just going to play music. Yeah, Michael Jackson to me is almost like this omniscient figure. It's mm-hmm. like, I didn't know who Michael Jackson was, but I just knew I was supposed to love Michael Jackson. Like, yeah, I don't remember like... There's somewhere. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, son. Like, I... <laughs> Y'all are goofy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he touched you from the back. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember. Can any of you remember the first Michael Jackson song you heard? No. Yes. I don't. Um, I just I just remember loving Michael Jackson. I don't know. Thriller, perhaps? I remember the video explicitly. Like those zombies? No, nah, I can't remember. I can't, My I, dad was an avid I can't, fan, can't, so he used to play it all the time. What was the first song? I, I can't yeah. choose. I can't huh? like, what choose What was the first song? song? Um, it was actually off the wall. The actual oh, okay. song, song off, off the, the wall. wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite song. Yeah. I should think it might be Human Nature. Really? Oh, that's yeah. the first song. That. Yeah. Oh, dope. That's, that's pretty late. That's pretty late, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? I'm 26. 
So it'll be it'll be like somebody playing it'll be like somebody at a barbecue playing a song like it'll you know I'm just playing music on a computer playing around and then a song come on. That's that's like that's like deep, okay, okay, deep okay. you know okay. memories. It's like human nature was on Thriller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. So you know what I was thinking about? Album. I was thinking about my song that was my favorite Michael Jackson song that I'm not going to disclose. Okay. Which one is it? You're in a safe place. We're sharing. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, you're in a safe place. You already told I'll make a bad. Joke. I mean, as long as not the girl is mine. No, hell no, nah, <laughs> man. That shit. <laughs> Billy G. That that's the track that gets the skip for me on Thriller when yeah. I listen to it. Like it's almost play all the way through until the girl is mine comes on. Like it's so corny to me. But um, my favorite song is probably Butterflies. And then that's Ooh, it might, actually yeah. it might be no, butterflies. No, it's the same. And, and, I think it actually might be butterflies. And when you said yeah. uh, butterflies, when you said human nature, yeah. I thought about butterflies. My dad, my I'm like, dad, that came out in like oh my one. Dad, like how's that your first Jackson song? V shit out of butterflies. Yeah. Butterflies that shit, like, bro. Butterflies is so a great. period in my life where butterflies will come on and they can almost move me to tears. Yes, because it's like it perfectly described how I would feel about like as a young. Nigga in love. It's a, it's <laughs> perfectly, it's perfectly back in my seven days, you know. Yeah, back back when I was a simp, and then I grew up. Say that I wish. Oh Have you ever heard that? I'm like not into like the loving Michael Jackson because like the first thing I thought was like, who is it? And that's about a woman cheating. And then, oh man, <laughs> leave me alone. That's about getting away from the tabloids. Yeah. So, have you ever heard uh, the original uh, Floachy version? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I liked Michael Jackson's version better. Yeah. He's a better singer. <laughs> I don't think that's controversial. It's just did, the way you looked at me. I did, don't know. Did Pharrell, did Pharrell ever get really get one with uh, Michael? Because I know he was he was working with them. I like like a lot of uh, Justin Timberlake's um, album, the one that the ones that the Neptunes produced for him. Some of them were really supposed to be for for um, for Michael. So I'm wondering. I feel that. What, what, what was that? I feel like Justified. they told him it was like Justified. Oh, that yeah. one. Uh, what's the name? The, the, the main sense. black the, album? That yeah. makes sense. The, I think the first, what was the, fr- the first <laughs> single? What was the first single? Black. Senorita? Or not Senorita. Um, dun, 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 dun. Oh, Rocket Body? Yeah, no, that's on yeah, that's yeah. on Rocket Body. No, that's on Yeah, that's Houston. on Justified. Just just yeah, oh, okay. like that one, I think yeah, that, one, right. that one was supposed to be for, for Michael, but I'm wondering. Oh, and Let's Take a Ride, because that's. Um, that song's my shit. That too. Yeah, I yeah. think that was I, awesome. I'm wondering if there were, did any the of them really the community is like, oh, hold on. <laughs> I'll have to check. There's a seat at the table. <laughs> Call back. So, yeah. no matter what comes out about Michael Jackson, he's going to be, like, he's going to stay a, a figure. Like, you, you're, if we all have children... You feel perfectly comfortable playing Michael Jackson for your kids. I'm not about to just sit, what? children, sit down. It's, not, it's, not that, it's, it's really, it's really not that deep when yeah, it comes like, to he like. He wouldn't be the person I go to because that's I'm going like to pull out Playboy Cardi right here, your kids. But like outside of that, like I mean, I'll probably be playing like Solange or something. Or, yeah, there's there's plenty, know, there's plenty other like. people to like exactly. It's be like, hey, listen to this as a whole. I mean, because if I'm going to sit down and play music for my children, it'll have to be like something that's so important to me as a person when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. I could do that with like currency. It's like, yeah, when I like when I like when I'm a when they're a senior in high school, I could be like, hey, listen, this is what I was really listening to when I was, you know, I was listen a kid. Listen to these. Yeah. Politics one. Politics one. This is what, this is what I want you what to. you know about this young man? <laughs> you know nothing about this right here, boy. Like, yo, I, I'm Daddy, trying to remember. What's like, the <laughs> <laughs> like when, Like, when I get, well, like, when they get their first car, I'm going to, like, get, I'll think about, like, what what were my first CDs and my first car? Like, I had, like, Anita Baker's Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. Kid Cudi's uh, second uh-huh. album. Yeah. The Cool, yeah. and then Paula Talk One and Two. I kept those in my car, so I would be like, "Hey, you got your first car, and you know, music is important to me. 
you know, here, here's uh, my first stuff that I had. I, I would do something like that, but like when no, it comes no, to no, like when it comes to like random figureheads and and music like Michael, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be that. So you don't think this is a question for the table? So do you think there's like essential black music people need to look like? You need to know who Prince is. You need to know who Michael Jackson. You need to know who Anita Baker. Like if this song comes on, like you do need to know who. Like, I mean, there was kind of a There was kind of a party, and this and if someone goes to the old school bag, and you stand around like you don't know what this song is. Yeah, I'm going to feel disappointed. Yeah, yeah. There's the like, okay. Like, okay. I'm going to disown you as a child. We're so we we're playing. He's got different music too, by the way. Yeah. True. Funny enough, we were playing this game called Black Card Revoked last night. <laughs> that game is fun. You've played it. I have. Okay, so basically, I'm this... the blackest. <laughs> <laughs> Not only in complexion, but also in my heart. This is metal. <laughs> so basically, with there was a question. It wasn't polarizing, but me and my partner had a different answer. It was basically, uh, I can't remember the fourth artist. So it was who's the most influ who who's the most influential black female R and B artist? And it was like Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, and Anita Baker. And I looked at my partner. I was like, Anita Baker. She was like, Patti LaBelle. I was like, No, it's Patti. But the whole room voted Anita Baker. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Anita Baker for no, me. It's it, but overall, it's Patty. Anita Baker's more. Anita Baker's very like. If you love Anita Baker, you love Anita Baker. But if you know, it's Patty. It's Patty. I just LaBelle. like disrespected Aretha like all the way through. She's also great. I mean, sorry, I, I don't classify Aretha Franklin as R and B though. She's more like a yeah, soul artist. Yeah, I'm probably I'm misquoting like the fuck. And I also, the I also feel like Aretha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should have prefaced with that. I'm just misquoting the whole thing, but you get the idea. Yeah, so it got pretty heated in that room. No, I understand. I mean, I would have picked Patty though. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I will. When I raise my kids, I feel like there's just certain artists that you, as a black person, need to understand and know. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. You know, this mm-hmm. shit about Marvin Gaye, too, but you know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, he's good. Not as bad as <laughs> the I mean, allegations against Marvin No, no, no. This, 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 uh, people hypothesize sexual healing was about a 16 year old girl, but you know, it's going to move right on past that. Oh, okay. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I thought he was gay. Don't drop I'm that. Don't drop that. Gay. Think about his name. Marvin. No, like got, technically like he's a gay. No, did his father kill him because he was gay? <laughs> no, I think no. That was on some money shit. Oh, that was money. Oh, somebody told him because he was gay. That's funny. Yeah, Randall be throwing this in there. But would you consider Frank Ocean the more so no, the modern no. Marvin, Marvin Gaye? No. Marvin Gaye, I think Aretha Franklin is the greatest single greatest female singer of all time. I think Marvin Gaye is the greatest single male singer of all time. The like, things like, Marvin Gaye like, does like, literally, voice like literal voice vocals? Like, like voice vocals. Okay. I don't think Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean can sing, but vocal, I feel like vocally, overall, I, I feel like they have very similar vibes, favorite similar energy, and the music that they're making. You know I'll give, yeah, I'll give you that. Is it because his name's Marvin Gaye? It's kind of like <laughs> no. comparing like, uh, what is it, Miguel no. with somebody to Prince or something like that because they have similar vibes, similar sound. Like, that's his inspiration. You can tell, but it yeah, doesn't mean but... that like they're actually good enough to be on the caliber at all. It's true. Oh, yeah. that's your problem. Like, what is that? Yeah, that was an aggressive ass... <laughs> Sound like a massager. Yeah, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin, like, what's going on? Like, it's like so. Even um, what's the album? Uh, Here, my dear. Like, it's so much with Marvin Gaye that I don't think Frank Ocean 
can hold a candle to him in that aspect. Really? Now, I don't. But again, you've I'm never, not. You've I'm never, not, you've I'm never, not, you've I'm never, not a, a sold on Frank Ocean as other people. Like, you, I, like I, you've I, never dove in on Frank Ocean. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what we you doing. Never, you never swam the, the Frank Oceans. Um, I think my favorite project from Frank Ocean's Nostalgia Ultra. I don't think he's come out with anything better than that. Really? Same. So like, and that's probably my biggest knock. Like, I was really into. I'm still really into Nostalgia Ultra. I don't. I listen to uh, what Ch- Ch- Channel Orange. Orange. I listen to it. It's cool. I don't get why people hold it as hold it as this great. Because pinnacle. it was controversial for the most part. Yeah, I was like, all right. After you get past the whole, oh yeah, I'm gay thing. Okay, okay, cool. But I don't. And that's kind of like what he put in his lyrics as well, too. Like he was really showcasing, like, hey, I'm gay, and this is how I'm gay, and this is what's going on with that. Yeah, and then went but back, like, and then going back, I think people was looking at analyzing all of his songs. Like, oh, was this about a man? Was this about a woman? So like, I see like the aspects of it, but as the album in and of itself. But wasn't it like his actual first? Album, yeah. right? Yeah, and right. the other one was just mixtape. Right? Yeah, it was a mixtape, right. but like you can't really. It's kind of like comparing like the mixtapes to like the albums. Let's, come on now, that's like not? one rappers. No, not really. I don't think so because they have a, like a bigger range to be able to do anything. Really. Well, not anything, but like most things when it comes to the mixtapes. When it comes to albums, like no, they have to follow it's, rules. Plus, it's a lot more. I think no. mixtapes are a lot more personal for like what they actually want to do. Well, exactly. albums are you have more pressure from the album. Because like in, on the album is like the the labels like hey you have to have three singles and they all have to reach number one or you're not getting paid. I mean, I, I think about albums and mixtapes just as I don't even use I try not to use those words anymore. I just use the word project and I yeah. feel about them the way that they make me feel. And if a mixtape makes me feel better than an album, then the so be it. Yeah, like I it, mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know you're not you saying really that. Compare it in that sense. That's what I mean by that. I mean, I compare it by the amount that I like it. Yeah. And like, if I like it more than the albums, then. I cause I look at it all the same. If it's original music, if it's like a Lil Wayne drop three, I'm rapping over everybody. Okay, this is the mixtape. Right. It sits in this lane. It's supposed to do a certain thing. It's not supposed to be taken, quote unquote, like seriously. I'm not looking for a song to make complete sense. <laughs> I just want to hear some dope ass raps or whatever, right? So even in that aspect, I don't. Nostalgia old, I feel like you can't compare like because it's an original work of music. You can consider it. Uh, uh, you can you consider it uh, rock too though. To indeed. be fair. I mean, just Coldplay and um I can't remember the other one. It was towards the end of the album though. Like it was like two or three of the songs that I can't remember. But yeah, he did that, but like he kind of made it a little bit better. Some of the songs that he actually did make better. No offense to whomever. Because I know he got in trouble with like somebody where he couldn't like actually perform. The album anymore. Oh, so that's wow. the reason why I kind of went into something else because they were saying that uh, something about taking money from them, probably something like that. I mean, I oh, he they, got mad. At they that. tried to. Uh... Oh, it was at his concerts. He was performing it at his concerts, and he wasn't supposed to, or something like that. Oh, they, and they put like a cease and desist on it. They shot Lauren Hill. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> is that where you went? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But like I, I like Frank Ocean. I just don't think he's as I don't see why y'all Bond? love him. No, it's cool. It had good tracks on it, but it wasn't an overall great album or nothing. Like I don't. That. I don't get like I have yet to hear someone explain to me why Frank Ocean is so good. I think they're more into the person than the music. That and that's just me. Maybe. I, I kind like I kind of get it. Like in I guess like I kind of get it based on nostalgia ultra. 
Yeah, it's like Nostalgia Ultra Channel Orange. <laughs> and that's why everybody else is like, you know? And it, if you put out pieces that are in the same like kind of realm of that music, it's like, why? Yeah, why it's, it's, just like the, it's like the realm of where he is. It's not like he fell off. It's like, so. his, like his, place, his place within music is just like, that's a very unique place. I don't understand how you can get into somebody like that is there. Maybe because he releases projects so seldomly that people are up here waiting for the next Frank Ocean thing. But Nostalgia Ultra is so too. long ago. That it's just like, all right, what have you done for me lately? Damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The song instantly started playing in my mind, so there's that. That's what that was. <laughs> I thought that was the story so, of Michael Jackson. Before we get off of music, are any of y'all no, De La Soul fans? Not really. I can't say that I am. I know some songs, but I'm not. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Sorry. I'm, but I did research with you. Educate us, though. Know. Educate us. Oh, De La Soul. No, it's just... Break like, it down, brother. <laughs> uh, three Feet High Rise and De La Soul is dead. Like, there's, they have made a lot of like quintessential hip-hop albums. Um, stakes is high. The stake, yeah, Stakes is high. Like, their first three are, like, cemented as, like, uh, classics. And it's, like, some people even consider De La Soul to be the first, like, ulterior rap group. Because, like, they had, they had a song... Oh, yeah, alternative. There you go. <laughs> I said, I'll tear you. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, I was like, this is like, I'm 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 like, i so like the mm. sound of music was they were so vastly different from what everything else was sounding, and it kind of led into like this new underground era. Like some people even consider they also to be the first underground mainstream rap group. Like they were so under like they did what they were doing was underground, but it was so different and so good that it blew up. So the whole controversy going on with De La Soul is just the record label didn't think their album was their albums were going to sell. They thought oh you might do a hundred to hundred fifty thousand over the life of this whole album. The albums came out and blew up so they didn't clear any of the samples so mm-hmm. the reason you don't really hear a lot of De La Soul songs the reason you can't stream their albums is because the samples aren't clear and because these songs are so big the people who own the samples are like no I'm doing 90% of whatever the song does and it's just so um, people who hold their uh, discography were just like yeah this is a bit too expensive like if we clear just to clear this album we'll never make money off of it so we're right. literally clear the album or just off the strength of clearing the album, like just for the love for the love of the game, right. we're gonna clear this album. No, who's gonna do that? I'm not gonna make no money off of it. So that's so that's the thing. That's why I was wondering, like, they lost those kind of a thing. Like, you had to have know somebody who had an album, or like go deep on the YouTube and whatever singles that happen to be off on YouTube. Yeah, listen. Yeah, the yeah, the find. I was just I was just wondering. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was an in there, there was still like an entire era where the, you know that we didn't have to go to the internet for music, and yeah. during that era, I just didn't, I just didn't, it just didn't interest me. No, I feel you. I feel that. Yeah, man. So they had that shit on lock, basically, kind of like Disney having uh, <laughs> Segway having streaming on lock. So yeah. they have to sell channels. Apparently, what's up with that? Yeah. So um. Ice Cube and LL Cool they pretty much got like a uh, venture capitalist group together to buy some uh, some a couple channels from Disney 
because they're so big now, they they forced to sell. Like with the acquisition of Fox, it's like yeah, so you can't have all these channels. So you know, go and sell some involved. So Ice Cube and LL, they're gonna pretty much like a a sports network to compete with like an ESPN or a Fox Sports. Why do but, they have to sell out of the goodness or of Monop- their own heart? No monopoly. I mean, is that a, like a law, a monopoly law or something? Yeah, you can't. It's illegal to have a monopoly. Oh, okay. But that's why they blocked. Um, when eight, remember, like when AT and T tried to buy T Mobile, and it's like, no, you can't do this because it'll be, yeah, own too much of the market share. Right. Yeah, because they, they had already bought singles. Yeah, but a lot of big, big companies are now arguing that, like AT and T bought um, HBO. Uh, it's like so, like a lot of big companies are arguing we have to buy up smaller companies now. Because of Netflix. Like, Netflix is more valuable than Disney at this current day. Okay. So, it was like... It makes sense why they're going up to twelve ninety nine. Yeah. So, now Disney's Netflix. like... So, so, now Disney's argument is like, okay, now we have to buy parts of Fox to compete with Netflix now. Okay. So, now they're becoming too big. Like, uh, Viacom, they just bought a streaming service that Nas at... Uh, they just bought a streaming service that Nas owned. Well, it was a... Uh, he had all had partnership owning for like $340 million. Because everyone's moving into streaming. So, like, all these bigger companies are just... Like, right now, if you have something and it's good, just keep it going. And someone's going to come and buy it because they need it. They compete. <laughs> a three-piece set podcast available for purchase <laughs> now, man. <laughs> so, buy us out. So, quick Ready aside. Ready I'm hungry. <laughs> quick aside. I, I just uh, uploaded, like, probably my final YouTube video. Just letting people know that I'm part of Dead End Gaming and all that and where they can find me. So and I had, like... Like 7,000 subscribers. And one of the first comments I got, hey, how much you trying to sell your channel for? <laughs> I'm like, you mother... I'm not telling this shit. Anyway, back to uh, important stuff. Yeah. That was just interesting you said that. Yeah, man. So, but Disney's also coming up with their own streaming service now. So, like uh, uh, you said before, Captain Marvel, which is in theaters now. This is not a paid advertisement. Disney pay us. But um, <laughs> that's the first uh, Marvel movie not to go to Netflix at all. That's going straight to the streaming service. Disney Plus. Yes. And they also came out and said that they're opening up the vault. So, every Disney movie ever. Besides, everything Disney is going to be Song of the South. That's crazy. Besides the ra- that's, that's the crazy no, thing. I'm telling is you, they're going to keep there? those races on stash. They're like, we can't. We can't. They Let that shit fly. <laughs> Fuck like, it. They was like, nah, you know what? This was actually too old. Like, we can't convert it to digital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see him. <laughs> like, it's a way you can do it. Like, nah, man. It's like, it's, 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 like, it's still kind of hand drawn. Like, I want to see. I want to see how, how deep the rabbit hole goes. I bet it gets racist. Oh, yeah. I bet it gets racist. They probably got Liam Neeson on. What, 2008? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But so yeah, they are gonna open up the vault. So and they have all the new Marvel shows. You're not about to dig everything out, bro. That'd be cool if they even if you can stream like Steamboat Willie. Yeah, you you probably will be able right. to. Yeah. I bet there's a director's cut with blackface. Is there audio? I was gonna say, is there audio with Steamboat Willie? Or is it just a cutaway that says nigger? <laughs> <laughs> I do think it would be interesting. I do think it'd be interesting to be able to like watch the original Cinderella, the nineteen thirty eight version, and then, watch, and then watch God, the, all these things are racist, bro. And then watch the updated version. I like my tea, like my help. So when Cinderella went to the palace, they just got a slave instead. My God, she lived in the pumpkin. No worse. 
Disney, don't do it. Don't do it. It's like I'm not surprised if like just just yeah. gotta be at least one. At least just at least one is like wait up. We maybe we should because Looney Tunes has it. Where's that world in game parts? Yeah, they, they actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, Looney Tunes <laughs> actually Looney Tunes actually put the racist ones on their DVDs that they sold. Yeah. So Disney had they 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 might they may let a couple fly. Yeah, I'll be, they're, they're kicking out. They're not letting that I mean, there's a reason they don't show the Chuck Jones Looney Tunes cartoons yeah. anymore. Like, there's a reason. You gotta you gotta pay for that kind of content. Yeah. <laughs> like Tom and Jerry, there's there's reason. Uh, yeah, certain, I was just thinking about Tom reason, and Jerry. Oh yeah, the Mamie episodes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. They showed those at one point in time. Oh yeah, you still yeah. watch them every day. Oh, yeah. yeah, we in the twenty. Back when back when America was great. They ain't trying to. Oh my god. Okay, oh, so no need to wall it off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking, how was Captain Marvel? Though? Did y'all like it? Captain Marvel's decent. What did like? Give us your thoughts on it. Um, it's the newest Marvel movie. Should we go see it right after this podcast? No, no, it's not right. It's not. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> but I don't want to pay for Disney Plus to yeah, see that. Put, put, put it this way: it's it's not as I don't want to say it's not essential, but like. You can go. It's, it's not really essential. Yeah, it's like Wait you, if you go see movie. Endgame. You can go if you like. It. You want to see this movie because you want to see. All right, you're assuming Captain Marvel is gonna play this big role in Endgame, right? So that's the that's the thinking. Like, okay, you had to see this movie so you know who Captain Marvel is. So when Endgame come and she's there. You have some okay. vested interest in her. So it's not by the Blu-ray. No, it's not go see it in theaters. You mad nay it? It's not. It's not Disney Plus. <laughs> no. no. So it's dollar theater, mm-hmm. dollar theater, yeah, dollar theater quality. Pay you, pay you a solid three dollars because of inflation. It's good. It's a. Good, it's a decent movie. It's a decent movie. Like don't. It's not. It's not the first Captain Marvel bad. Okay, it's just not. It's not it's Iron not Man three bad. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's it's Netflix and chill. It literally falls right in the middle of good Marvel movies. Like it's better. It's a lot better than the bad ones. So yeah. it's like. Okay. So I mean, it's like Marvel Iron has Man their formula by now. Like they're not. It's, I think it's better than Iron Man too. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. When was the last Marvel movie they put? Bad Marvel movie that they put out. Ant Man and the Wasp, very recent. Oh, oh. The movie was not good. Oh, Z's gonna hate that. <laughs> hey, Ant Man and the Wasp is decent. Yeah, I'm about to phone in. I like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit, man. And I'm a, I'm a Marvel shill, man. Wait, if I you love like, Marvel. If you like Ant Man and the Wasp, I think this is on par. Just as but good. Maybe slightly better. But I don't want to watch. Worse. I wouldn't watch that movie again, though. The thing with Ant Man and the Wasp is they showed all the interesting stuff in the trailers, and by the time you saw the movie, it was just like I didn't experience anything new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this that's one thing you don't really. Understand. It was like a it was like a background movie to me. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one, I think I was playing the Switch and this one, you don't get an idea of what the movie is from the trailers. Cause you think she's going to be one way, and then the movie is different. The movie's a lot funnier than the trailer. Kind of lets it out. Let's the trailer, she punched the grandma. That's yeah, funny. That's yeah, funny. I, already, I already knew what was going to be when she punched that grandmother. But um, hey, baby. Speaking <laughs> of the grandma, <laughs> I will say it? that the once again Marvel gets the villains right. So they've been on a streak of doing villains well. If we want to start it back at, I don't know, Hotel Black Panther, huh? Hotel Killmonger. <laughs> sure. If you want to start it back at like Black Panther to uh, Infinity War, you can even go back to uh, Thor Ragnarok. I think she was borderline decent. Um, yeah. even she shit. She's one of my favorites. Even the Vulture from um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. So I think once again, Marvel cool. gets the villain thing right. And they don't, you know. So that's good. I think the hero was, side, they're kind of slack. And I like the supporting characters more. Um, How do you feel I, about Samuel Jackson in it? 
Was it weird looking at? Not at all. I think it was seamless. It was cool as shit. Yeah, because like they use it. Um, remember in Civil War when the first time you see Tony Stark, he looks like a, a teenager. They use de-aging technology, yeah, they, they, like in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, they did that. So they did that with Samuel Jackson. So like, all right, you understand he's the seventy-year-old guy, but he looks like he looks younger yeah. throughout the entire movie. I mean, plus, black don't crack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know. So it's like, huh? This is besides the nineties. This is this is this but, is interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like. Uh, Carol went through a whole lot of character development. She was oh, one so way in the beginning. A, so it's not she, an anime. No. <laughs> yeah. No, she doesn't no. she doesn't change. She gets stronger, but she doesn't really realize so anything it is an anime. in the end. <laughs> She's not like, oh, I was I was wrong. All right, you know I how should. Black Panther, T'Challa was the least interesting character in that whole movie? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this. Okay. Captain Marvel is the least interesting character. Of everything, like you kind of like, okay, I like this person more. Like all these other people have all these dynamic qualities about them, and she's kind of like, oh, she's kind of like, okay, yeah, okay, cool. And she's a you know, snark, snarky and stoic, like the entire movie. So that's just, I don't know if it's the writing or her acting. I don't know. Honestly, I felt like this was like, uh, I think it was like Thor Ragnarok. In what way? Like. Good. Similar, no, not not the movie style, but like the tone. Yeah, like it's kind of quippy. Um, All the Marvel pa- movies are kind of quippy, though. Yeah, true. But like their powers are not, not similar, but eh, overpower person, overpower, yeah, a way overpower person, yeah. a way overpower person. It's like, how do you make this thing? Eh. It's it's it's. She a, didn't even have a strong similar. opponent though. Like Thor against Hela was like, yo, Hela's rocking you. Yeah. yeah, she literally broke his hammer in the first like. Yeah, as soon as she got introduced. Yeah, and it takes it takes literally to like the last twenty minutes for her to be like, oh, oh, so okay, now I see why you're in Endgame because the whole movie I'm waiting like true. You're same not, here. I whole time I'm waiting is like okay. I'm I was like on strongest adventure. Yeah, I'm not yeah, seeing. I mean, don't I'm not don't, seeing it. Like don't I guess like don't let the movie convince you or um, dissuade you of thinking that. Captain Marvel is not a very strong character in general within this universe. Oh no, she's okay. Yeah, yeah she gets yeah stronger get, get, yeah. at, the, at yeah, the end they, of the they, movie. They, they get off like. So what do you think she's about that cosmic shit? The, like, you can't be on that cosmic that. shit. What do you think about the the feminism message? Do you think it was heavy handed or subtle or? Nah, it was it was fine. It, it wasn't like, oh, she's a strong woman. I'm beating over the head. Well, how strong this woman? It wasn't like that. It was like okay, cool. It's it, it was just gonna be mad. Well, they're already mad. Yeah, they're already mad because they want everything to be centered around men. Dude, bro. It's like, yeah. It's like, eh. It was more overt than Wonder Woman, but it wasn't like annoying. Be- okay. Because, like I said, all the conflict is like in- like internal for the most part. And she does interact with a lot of dudes who are like, hey, you shouldn't be here. You know why it's called a cockpit, right? Have you ever seen Top Gun? Yes. yes. This whole movie's on homage to Top Gun. Yeah. Like, as a character, like, uh. So, should I watch Top Gun before seeing the movie or after? Hell no. Uh, when, I say, <laughs> when I say it's homage, I mean, like, it's just, like, mostly through flashback scenes. Like, I mean, I'm still, movies. I'm still gonna go watch Top Gun before. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. The danger zone. It's like I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen Top Gun or Captain Marvel? Either one. Oh man, you gotta I, watch Top no, Gun. No, no, no. I you're think not gonna I like Top it, Gun, like but you gotta long, watch. Long ass. Oh yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, the feminism stuff like? wouldn't. Yeah, like, Top Gun. Really? Yeah. Okay, Top Gun is America. So there's planes, there's explosions, there's running, there's beach volleyball. Huh? Beach volleyball. Did it come out in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. And what did you say about the eighties, Josh? Eighties <laughs> was trash. Exactly. How did we get trash eighties movies? Because of the eighties. You got to pay your respects, hey, bro. Uh, Man. The greatest Transformers movie, the '80s animated movie, came out in the '80s. Yeah, and that shit had yeah. power ballads all oh, God, They that's killed all the best ones in like the first two minutes. Everybody died. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best part. Exactly. I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> what are we supposed to do?" So it was basically like Endgame, but it's like Endgame before Endgame. Yeah, honestly, Endgame. I think I've seen that too. It's not, not, not Endgame. Um, what's the name? Um, Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War. Oh, okay. Oh, it's coming through. Just okay. like yeah, if, you saw, if you saw Endgame, I was like, I was like damn, damn, you got the hookup, bro. <laughs> like, totally like, let me get your thing. notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, so if you're into the Marvel universe, um, you're probably gonna see it anyway, and <laughs> I don't think you're gonna regret it. But like I said before we started recording, is it worth the fifteen dollars that I paid for it? Not really. But if you paid a cool eight. To ten, I went by myself too. Man, so if you go with somebody theater. else, you paying at thirty. In Atlanta, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch Spider Man though? Yeah. Into like the Spider Verse. Um, is that it? Is that with Miles? Yeah. 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 Oh, he was so adorable. I love that. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> I agree. So he was he's so great. He's so cute. <laughs> 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 I still haven't seen it. Really? Oh, you should go see it. Yeah. It's great. I, I, I Josh, should, I'm should. judging you now. The, I'm literally judging you. Know, it always takes me a while to like go to the movies. Of the recent Marvel movies, the, the ones that come out in the last, what, two years? This is probably the weakest one. But it's a lot. We're just talking MCU, right? Yeah. Because Venom popped in my head. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Venom but like, out. It's Like I said, it's better than the first Captain, Captain America it's better than the third Iron Man. It's it's a lot of movies. It's, I I think it's better than the first two Thors. I mean, if you can get better I mean, than the third Iron Man, you, yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah, so it's like it's not it's not a bad movie at all. Mm. It's like like I said, it's like if you, we're if, just we're just used. To, we're like coming. We're coming off. It fell yeah, short yeah, of what what it, what, what is expected. Marvel was hitting. Like every movie was hit. Thor Ragnarok hit. A uh, Black Panther hit. Infinity Black Panther War hit. won Oscars. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther won three Oscars. It's the it first did. Marvel movie to win any Oscar after the DCEU. By the way, shout out to Suicide Squad costume design. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, they they won an Oscar before Marvel did. Yeah, yeah. for Killer Croc. Oh, uh, uh. for Killer Croc? Yo, Killer Croc. Yo, what the fuck was that? The I Negro. Want, I want yeah. BT. <laughs> Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, just get <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why Will Smith says he's not doing Suicide Squad maybe, too. No, it's, it's probably the James uh, Gunn script. You think that's why he's not doing Suicide Plus, Squad? Plus, also it was Suicide Squad, like yeah. Oh, you know who they getting to replace uh, Will Smith? Or they're trying to get not Don Cheadle. No. No, <laughs> yeah, he just he just Elba. They're trying to get him to replace Will Smith. That could uh, work. Okay, that could work. It may Wait. work better. Yeah. Mm. He just got killed off in MCU, so <laughs> that's true. Pick, pick it right back up. <laughs> <laughs> shit, this shit check. don't stop. I, I, you want me to talk like an American? What y'all want? <laughs> that could be interesting, though. But uh, also, Spike Lee won Oscar. Yeah, his first Oscar. His first, Ooh. that is Which fucking was crazy insane. to me. I had no idea. That it was his first Oscar. Yeah, well, his first non-honorary Oscar. Right. Because they gave him one percentage. Like, yeah, we know we've been shitting you these last couple of years. So, here, here you go. 
So do you think Black Black Klansmen deserved it, or this was like, hey, we owe you one type of Oscar? It was a little bit of both. It was a little bit. I like. I really did enjoy <laughs> Black Klansmen. Like, um, it hits. Like we talked about it in the previous episode. Go check that one out. Um, it's Black, Black Klan set. Yeah. Three Ks. Yes, sir. Um, it hits every Spike Lee trope. So like everything you go to the Spike Lee movie for is right there, from the floating heads to the, like the steel shot with them floating towards a, a certain thing. Like it's it's all right there. So I really, really, really enjoyed Black Klansman. With that being said, did it deserve to win? Well, you know. Did Green Book deserve to win? No, I mean, uh, I, can, was, I can understand if they were like, "Hey, you're you got a film." Good enough to get here, we'll give it to you. Okay, but it's not like like, like was it better than the other ones? Maybe not, but I mean, he, I mean, what else was nominated for that category? I don't even know. I can't recall at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I saw shit like from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. They were like one of the best edited films, and they showed a scene of its editing, and it was hot garbage. <laughs> So it's like, what are y'all really looking at, you know? It's sort of like big films, films that have like hit certain narratives and stuff like that, you feel me? Like Bohemian Rhapsody was good because he got like all this queen nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And then the, the lead, and then like the lead singer was played by a, 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 a Egyptian. Yeah, Egyptian person. So what, what I heard about the the best editing, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but was that the director was not available for a lot of the production of the movie. So the editor literally had to pick up the slack. And that's why they gave that movie best editing, even though the editing was trash. And I've seen that clip, and that clip was out before right. it was even nominated for right. best editing. People were just saying like, "Hey, look at this shitty editing! Isn't this funny?" And then it got nominated, and then it won. And everybody's like, "What the fuck?" But I think it was from what I've heard. It's just like a here you go, Oscar. Uh, what about Green Green Book though? Like, I know we've discussed that before, but uh, I feel like if y'all want to see the appropriate summary of Green Book. Uh, check out Jesus and Mero. <laughs> they have a greener book. I feel like that summarizes the movie quite, quite well. Yeah. Pay us. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, what's the whole deal with like white savior movies? Why do they keep making those? Because it makes everybody feel good. No, yeah. it doesn't. Do you feel good watching a white savior movie? It's because no. you're aware of it now. Yeah. But it's. Have you ever felt good watching a white savior movie? No. Okay then. Like, (laughs) remember the Titans? (laughs) A lot of people like the black. What was it? What was the title of that Kevin Bacon movie when he went to Africa and took the kid from uh, um, from his village to play basketball? What? I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. About no. Oh, it's like it's like, it's like above, it's like above the the jungle or something like that. <laughs> no, no, this is a real movie. What? Like, yeah, hold on, I'll above the jungle. Yo, this is our In most fact, racist. I don't think it's one. I think it's like a vil- like it's like five of them. He went. He's he grabbed the whole out. starting five. <laughs> he's grabbed five. Wow. Yeah, man, it was. It was something. But, no, that got a lot of people in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Wow. No, like, the, the air up there. The air up there. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. But white, the whole thing about white savory movies. Okay. Blue chips. Mm, blue chips. Yeah. But like, so it makes black people feel good because it's a movie about race that all black people are gonna relate to. Hey, it's finally a movie out here talking about the things the black man is going through. And then it makes white people feel good. I can't like, believe in anything that's supposed to make a black person feel good written by a non-black person. Well, yeah, that's unless there's some other oppressed person of color. Yeah, who's black person? Into the Spider Verse, I think. 
had a bunch of white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Into the Spider Verse won their Oscar, right, that's I, don't, just I, don't, a good I don't recall that's just like a good any movie black people. <laughs> no, Shamik Moore was up there. Poster director, voice actor. Yeah, that's your poster boy, Shamik Moore. Yeah, <laughs> the director is black. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, nice. Hey man, it's Shamik Moore, Mac Wilds, uh, Death Bat. I'm going with Shamik Moore. <laughs> Equal stats. Yeah, man. They both sing. They both dance. They both act. I'm just picking Shamik Moore with Mac Wells. Okay, like so. I'm, why do white people like white savior movies? Because it makes them like it, it, make, make, it, makes, it them, makes white people. Feel it makes good. them feel better. Okay, yeah. we're they, acknowledging. They can, they we're can imagine their because yeah. like white people yeah. have white guilt. Yeah, we're, so if we're, it, I feel like it's in order for them to be able to like recreate history in a way that they want it to be look like. So it's kind of like instead of the history books, we're gonna do with movies. Yeah, so that's okay. what I think. So it's like, okay, cool. We, it's a bunch of bullshit. Like, yeah, that's like, really all. Okay, it is. we can understand that things were fucked up. Like, there were some good people. We white people, we are that good people. Now, um, do you see Hidden Figures? Yeah. All uh, right, you know the uh, the white guy in that Hidden movie. Fences? <laughs> Come on, son. You know, you know, like the lead guy for uh, for the NASA thing mm-hmm. that's played by whatever buddy's name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he wasn't real. Oh, okay. That whole character was made up. The whole the whole scene of him. You talking about Kevin Foster or yeah. Costner or whatever? Yeah. Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. Oh that man. That, he was ho- that, that character was made up. Wow. The, yeah. Even though the whole scene about him going to the the bathroom and breaking and taking the sledgehammer and breaking the the whites only sign mm-hmm. down. They didn't never happened. <laughs> um, when Taraji Henson was, she said she got the chance to see them. See the lines like, no, she was at her desk. She wasn't even allowed to watch. Oh, so damn. it was like all these things, they, they elaborate. Like, they created this whole character just to make... The white people feel yeah, like the whole thing is a fabrication. Like, yeah, like that's kind of what the but was a fabrication. Spike Lee did the same thing though, like with the um Black Klansmen. Like, yeah, like they changed the, it around until that's like the something other thing. That's made why. a little bit better. Yeah, that's the old. That's the beef. Um, uh, Spike Lee had uh, not Spike Lee. Um, Boots uh, Boots Rally. Yeah, Boots Rally had with Spike Lee. He's like, no, you made a movie about the ops. Like this is Cointel Pro. Like the same guy you're upholding as. Oh yeah, he infiltrated the clan, but yeah, the, the very start of the movie, he's infiltrate. He's supposed to infiltrate uh, the Black Power movement. Mm. Going on in the city, like this is a. He wasn't for they just us. Just kind of jazz past that. Yeah, yeah. It's like he it's, it showed. It was like what? No, this is you making like a. He, this is a movie about Cointel Pro. This is a movie about a man. Yes, in this one instance, they took down the clan, but they did so much more harm. And here you are making a movie about it. And Spike is like, no, man, I made a movie about a black man infiltrating the Klan. Like, come on, son. Like, so, yeah. I mean, that happens in every based on a true story movie. They do right, right. add, remove characters and events. <laughs> yeah, and but the, the shit does happen then, a lot. Yeah, and then the thing still is like, a lot of these movies that are about things that go on within the black community, black people starting really nominated for them. Like, and Black Klansman. Uh, Spike Lee was nominated, of course. Um, Kylo Ren, Mister 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 Big Chest, yeah. he uh, he was, yeah he was nominated for uh, best supporting actor. Um, Even his character was like fabricated though. Yeah, like he wasn't they, Jewish. Yeah, he wasn't. Mm. Yes. he didn't help him either. Like they yeah. actually were. Against he was just a guy. Yeah, it was yeah. Just a guy. Yeah, so uh, I think you need a white face, and I guess so. Was it David? Right. Uh, was uh, Washington? <laughs> David. David Washington. I think his name is. I think his last name. Yeah, I think he's David. I think yeah, yeah, I think David. Oh yeah, he wasn't nominated for. Anything. He's the lead. Um, notoriously, Black Panther. Um, is nominated for Best Picture, uh, Best Score, Best Costume Design, Best Set Design. Right. 
none of the actors or actresses were nominated for anything. Myron Cougar wasn't nominated. Granted, you could argue, well, Black Panther wasn't so great of a movie that didn't necessarily deserve a nomination. But here it is, all these. Wise, no, I can I can see direction. Yeah, but he didn't even get nominated. Yeah, that, for that. that was just enough. So it's like, yeah, so even these movies are about black people. Even, <clears throat> black, okay, um, the I forget her name. Uh, Catherine Green, I think. She won for uh, best costume design for Black Panther. Ooh, um, another black woman won for best set design for Black Panther. But Ludwig, um, the white guy, the one white, uh, the film ninety percent. But, but it is, but it is Ludwig though. Yeah, Ludwig. Like, but, but it's, but it's Ludwig. I, I, I really love Ludwig. But the one white guy associated with the movie. Just saying. One. I'm just saying right here. Yeah. <laughs> the one white. Yeah. The one white guy associated with the movie wins the Oscar for Black Panther. It's like. Come on, guys. Granted, Ludwig, he did this. He's done it. He works on every Ryan Coogan movie. So he did Fruitville Station. He did Creed. I think he did Creed, too. Um, uh, Childish Gambino. He works on every Childish Gambino album. Okay. Like, um, I mean, it's, it's, like the, it's like the work The work is there. The talent is there. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, he, of course, no, like, he did, I'm he not did, saying he didn't deserve it. He deserved the Oscar. I'm just okay. saying, even in this black-ass movie, it's still a white guy who won. But, I mean, other black women won. I acknowledge them first. Like, yes, black women did win for Marvel and things like that. But even still, it's like it's like out of all things, it's just ironic. Chose like, the white man. Yeah, well. they like all these black people, all these options they had for this one movie to win. They still chose. They still chose the white. I mean, guy. you can't. You can't I mean, win the them. I'm not, you can't, I'm not. You can't win them all. Like you got two. You got two. Two of them who aren't I'm, the white men. But the white guy actually put in work. I mean, the, the person who put in work on the music for Black Panther, who happens to be white, won. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was like you know that. Out of all, I guess like for the Oscars. Out of all the things that the Oscars does, I don't think they really did that for Black Panther. No, I feel. But even like, like I said, Ludwig, Awaken My Love, he made that album. That black ass album that made, okay, that gave that gave Donald Glover his black card, essentially. He <laughs> was made by this white guy. Like, come on. Like, I, like, I get it. I fuck with Ludwig. You feel me? I follow him on Instagram. It's great. <laughs> and even for I that know, movie, like he- got some beef, dog. No, even for that movie, he uh, he had this whole series- I don't think it's really uh, he, about the guy himself. It's like no, the fact like, that he was just white. So he's just- Yeah, no, he went- <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on. Like, no, like, he, it wasn't like he just wasn't- Is this like, reverse racism? No, no. Like, he even went to Africa wow. and said, like, he went, he went, he went, he went and traveled all around Africa and, and gathered all these sounds and had, like, a lot of the natives play a lot of the music for it. He said- like this out this he's like this Oscar just as much there as it is mine. I couldn't have done this. But like as soon as Ryan Coogan called and was like, Yeah, I'm doing Black Panther, he's like, All right, bet I'm gonna take my cause he just got married. I'm gonna spend my honeymoon in Africa, traveling around Africa to build the sound. Like he did the work for everything. I'm not hating on him at all. I'm not trying if that if that's how I sound, I don't mean to sound like that at all. I'm just saying like Oh no, I understand where you're coming from. I'm just saying like even in all it's it it's, it's almost still the white savior concept. Okay, it's all these other chances you could have gave a black person to do this and you still somehow kinda found a way to give a white person something. It's the same way you kinda did the same thing for Green Book. That's all I'm saying. I don't I don't really I, I, I don't really I, I, I really don't, don't think I that wouldn't compare that to Green Book. I wouldn't though. think that happened. Like I mean that's they're good. they're not gonna give it they're not gonna give it because they're black. I mean if it's just like they didn't I don't think that that's what, exactly what he was saying. I, that they yeah. didn't 
give it to him because of this, that, and the third. He's just saying that out of all the people that got chosen, the particular white person that was on there got something versus like all of these many of talented people that should have also got something as well. Now, I understand what you're saying with the whole like, oh, you can only win some, lose some, this, that, and the third. But in this particular case, especially for it to be a black film that is that big, I think there should have been more. Like, how many, how many things was it nominated for? Black Panther, uh, like five. It, it had like five or seven. It had a lot of nominations. But Ryan Coogler, he wasn't even nominated for Best Director. So it's just like. I don't think he should have got it for like that, though. That's, 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 that's a good like, Also, nobody's performance in that movie was. Like the greatest, no? Yeah. I can't so. say that, but I do Is, think that. You, like, like, from from what you see from the from the green book, do you think that perform any of those performances deserve? No. no. But like, what the green book is talking about? I'm not gonna argue with the green book What do you mean? We're grading on a curve here. It's like. This thing didn't deserve it, but half the nominations didn't necessarily deserve it. So I, looking at it like that way, I can't see how you can say, well, this one, oh, it didn't really deserve this Oscar nomination. Why at the same time saying, well, this one won, so did, did that one deserve it? No. So why can't you say this one deserves it? They, the acting performance wasn't any greater than one than the other. You feel me? That's the point. That's all. That's the it's only like, point I I'm making. I that. I agree with that. That's the only point I'm making. I just think that it's. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. It's like you don't really. Grade white people on the same like level. They're mediocre half the time anyway, and we think that that's greatness half the time. Like that's right. kind of how they yeah. promote it. So it's not really much to say about that. Like I won't compare what they do versus what we do. Like if I'm going to talk about like a movie as far as like a director that is a black director, I'm going to compare them to our, like what we are about, not comparing to them. It's, yeah, of it's course. Not really. I mean, ultimately, the Academy is bullshit. I mean, for real. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look who's on there. Yeah. Like, let's look at Steven Spielberg, for example. He's hating on Netflix while spicy. He's saying uh, they shouldn't be nominated for shit. I read what he said. Yeah. To a certain point, I agree. To a certain point, I don't agree. Because what it means to have, I guess it's because these, the different awards, they're for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. They're for like a specific set of rules that you have to follow in order, in order to be considered within this realm of films. And with Netflix, I think with Netflix, like a lot of those films don't really follow those rules because like some of them is like you have to have a theatrical release in these cities and have reviews for them. Because yeah. you have, I guess you have to be, of, you have to be of a certain level because like. If that if that's the case, then how can you like how can you really judge uh, something that you're only going to see in your home versus something that you have to go and see in a theater? Those are two different completely those are completely different experiences. And for the Oscars, like you have to have you have to offer an opportunity for people to see them as what films should be, which is in the theater. So you have to have to have these certain runs in order for you to be considered an Oscar. And with Netflix, most of the time it'll just be you're just gonna you know sit and watch it at home. Yeah, this is granted. And I think, I don't know if Spielberg made this point. I, heard, I saw other people make the point that because um, Netflix is throwing so much money out there, Amazon throwing so much money out there for this original content of movies, it's essentially going to kind of kill Hollywood. Like, if you have, if Netflix is offering you $100 million to come up with the movie, and Hollywood, and like, why would you go to Hollywood? Like, yeah. there's so much starving for content. If you can create, everyone's buying everything. So we're gonna lose out on new directors, on new. We're gonna, the movie industry is gonna die because no one's going to feed into Hollywood anymore. Like what we think of as Hollywood, we think of as big budget pictures and stuff. 
it's going to be the same old white men that we saying we want new blood in there, but all the new blood is going to the streaming services and not there. So if we actually want the change we want to see, you got to kind of still go into the system as opposed to operating outside of the system. I saw other people make that argument. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, that makes sense to a certain extent. But at the same time, it's like, y'all, are y'all scared? Yeah, but... That's what it is, I think. Yeah, they're scared. They're worried. And then it gives, like... Netflix gives opportunities to a lot of other people who wouldn't necessarily get the chance to exactly. create this content. So it's almost like, a, oh, I'm an old white guy. I, you know, I I'm, I get this shit all the time. Like, So it's like old white guy going to... Um, now it's a younger white guy that still have the same kind of attitude, but yet we're doing it over here in this avenue versus being in, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. But I, eh. yeah, I mean, or I mean, or, or a younger Hispanic guy. I mean, we yeah. have <laughs> movies like Roma and yeah, like, Bust the Scrubs. A lot of, like that I said, a lot of theaters, other people are getting other chances, or in so. Netflix on the same day. So, yeah. um, you know, um, damn, what's the Beast of No Nation. Like, there's a, a mm. bunch of great stuff on Netflix, and I think just because it's on Netflix doesn't make it any less artful. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's so a big too. reason for why, because uh, Aegis Elba, that was such a great acting performance at Beast of No Nation, but he wouldn't get any nominations. And the thing was, uh, it's a Netflix. Show. Right. And then there's this big push, like, no, you got to put... So now Netflix is trying to more so pushing to get stuff yeah. into the Oscars. Right. Uh, Diogen brings up a good point in chat. He was like, most of those people watching these movies are at home. Like, they have screeners. They have access right. to this yeah. shit. Like, they're not paying for these at all. Like, yeah. So, you, so it's like your choice of it's like your choice of how you're getting this content. Like, if yeah. you, it's like like, it's like the, it, the box office numbers count. It's like, hey, this many people are willing to spend their money to watch this movie, as opposed to they're gonna they need something to put in the background to put the kids to sleep. So they chose this movie. Yeah, even but like, like even the Academy to Diogen's point, like these people who vote on these movies aren't going to the theater and having the theater experience. Yeah. They're having the same at home experience that mm-hmm. people are having on Netflix. So you can't, but, but it's like the uh, but the people who are free. But it's like, like the their pe- value of movies are different yeah. as well. Like, but the people, but the people who are like judging and doing these movies, they are like this. These are, these are the specific rules of getting an Oscar in order to be nominated. Yes. you have you have, you have to. to meet that criteria. But the people who choose the nominee that actually wins the Oscar, when they see those movies, when they screen those movies, they're looking at them at home from their couches. Well, it's like, yeah. with them having this type of streaming service and stuff like that, why don't, why don't the Oscars just adjust? Like, it just sounds like they just need to add a They should. And it seems like, like they... That. That's, 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 that's the reason why I disagree. That's why I disagree with Steven Spielberg. <clears throat> so what Steven Spielberg said, because it should evolve. Because the content is Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. people want to stay stagnant when everything's about progress. You got to keep Moving forward, you got to keep pushing. But it's are they getting the same flack for their television shows too? No, no. Because no. a small screen—that's I think that's a, a serious story. It's the difference between a big screen production and a small screen production. Like you can't judge a hundred and fifty million dollar movie the same way you're going to judge a movie that costs a million dollars to make. Because there's so many different things. Like as a big budget, like you can take chances with a million dollar movie. Like you can take chances and do creative things with Netflix. Like I, working for a big studio, I have to hit a certain number. It has to do this. It has to do that. Almost like the so mixtape like, versus the album. Yeah, it's like essentially it's a mixtape versus the album. Like you but can't. I'm pretty sure they you can't have judge like, in the same. Well, like, like you actual... said to your point earlier, you said you can't you can't judge in the same. So I think I think it's just that. But again, I more so believe that like, it's just all these old directors, and I think Hollywood's scared of Netflix because yeah. mm-hmm. Netflix keeps growing and Amazon keeps growing and everyone's getting a streaming service now. Then it's just like. What's the point? So I guess to Cash's point, um, let I know Breaking Bad has won Emmys. Have shows like 
Orange is the New Black that's exclusive to Stranger a streaming things. service. Stranger Things. Have they won Emmys? I think they have as well. Yeah, I, I think what is um Netflix, to keep a show running on Netflix, to keep getting renewed, you either have to have, have, to have a, so many viewers, uh, bring in so many new viewers to keep so many viewers and watch it every time it comes out, or you have to be like, get all these, get, get a lot of nominations. Right. Those only two ways. If you're not bringing in money or you're not getting nominated for stuff, Netflix is going to, like, all right, they're going to cancel it. Yeah. Like that's, RP the get down. Yeah, that's part of the reason to get down. Like not enough people watched it, yeah. and it wasn't getting nominated for anything. So it was like, and uh, the get Their down budget. was like, it was a million dollars an episode. Yeah, that's so what, that's just what like, fucked him up for real, for real. Plus, yeah. the director said himself he wanted to go do other shit. Yeah. So. But yeah, the common man can't go to the theater and see every single Roma and Buster Scruggs movie that comes out. Like the, I think the average moviegoer goes to the theater about four times a year or something like that. So that sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah, my going is definitely. So you're saying you average? Yeah. When it comes to movie going. <laughs> I feel that. Well, as far as averages goes, uh, this was an above average episode. Exactly. Yeah, this was good. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you, Cash. Thank you, Me Manga Eleven. Please say that eleven. You. Anytime you guys want to come on, it's open. We have a we literally have an open chat. Yeah. You can take a seat at this table. Hey. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Definitely no appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to Dead End Gaming and all the homies there. Hey, shout out to Dead End. Shout out to Dead End. We appreciate y'all. As always, shout out to our Twitch viewers. Yo, shout yeah. out to all the Twitch viewers holding us down. I'm glad uh, to be on that Twitch for me. We're streaming on Twitch now, too. Uh, also, check out our YouTube page. Cheesy, no. <laughs> check out Cheesy Controller Podcast on YouTube, but also check out 3P Set Podcast available on YouTube right now as well. We got some uh, content coming out for y'all weekly on there. Yes, sir. Well. We are your bi-weekly podcast. We, got, we are your favorite bi so as always, you can follow us collectively at Three P Set Pod on Twitter. Cash. I don't Where? have Instagram right now. You don't have Instagram. I have no social media at this moment. I think I just like reactivated it, but oh, I don't know. Man, you know, unplug Matrix. I like to unplug. I, I don't good. like the Matrix. That's good. You, just yeah. like Sassy, you can't find it. <laughs> uh, are you also a Russian spy? No, no, maybe. <laughs> you know. Eric. You can find me anywhere at MeMugga11, M-E-A-N-M-U-G-G-A-H. Please say the 11. Please. Please. Check out um, Dead End Gaming. Check out Dead End Gaming. Check out my own Twitch channel. Of course, Instagram. Uh, not YouTube. I just talked about how that's canceled. But uh, Check yeah. out our YouTube instead. Yeah, check out their YouTube. <laughs> yeah. All those Actually, you just sell me. us your channel. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at Ash the Stampede on Twitter, Asun10, everywhere else. Josh. I know Jones everywhere. And as always, it's been a... No, 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 no.